I feel like our next guest needs no introduction, but we're thrilled to be joined by Texans and NFL beat reporter for the Houston Chronicle, John McLean, who's making his second appearance on the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast. John is a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame Selection Committee. He can be heard locally each Tuesday and Friday on the Midday 180 on Nashville's 104.5 The Zone. John, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Hey, let's start quickly with a tweet from you on July 23rd. This is at McLean underscore on underscore NFL says, I'm unhappy to announce I'll begin Texans camp on PUP. Got a new left shoulder last week after suffering four fractures and a dislocation. Also have a dislocated big toe. We'll miss two weeks in West Virginia. John, let us know briefly what happened, if you don't mind, and how's your recovery going? My recovery is going great, other than the fact I can't fly, can't drive, can't type, other than one finger on my cell phone. Uh, During the Hall of Fame weekend, I was writing about Robert Brazil, the Oilers, outside linebacker who was inducted so I was doing everything with one finger on the cell I wouldn't recommend it when you have to write a long story uh I can't do anything with my left arm I had shoulder replacement surgery then I had a new bone put in from my shoulder down to my elbow and I'm still in a boot and uh but I can do talk shows I can watch listen eat my wife has to drive me Everywhere I was at, I'd come back from Nashville for most in a fundraiser with Mike Vrabel and John Robinson. I was in the garage at Houston Airport, credit card machine, ate my credit card and my ticket. I got out to go look for a attendant and I wasn't paying attention and I either hit a curb or a speed bump and went flying and came down on my shoulder, but I'm doing really well. Three weeks ago tomorrow was the surgery, and I got another three weeks to go. Well, hey, we really appreciate appreciate you coming on while you're on the men. Sure. And although you're not at training camp with the Texans, uh, from Chronicle reports and, and what you're hearing out of West Virginia, how does Deshaun Watson look uh, as he starts the season this year? One of the things I've noticed when you're not at camp, you spend more time paying attention to camp. It's the first time I haven't been in a camp. My first one was 1977 with the Oilers, and by – reading a Chronicle, our website, listening to my radio station. The uh, Texans have a really good website, too. So there's no shortage of information. Plus, I've talked to people up there. Deshaun Watson looks really good. They opened the preseason at Kansas City. He'll probably have about a half a cup of coffee, play a few plays, and that's it. And uh, probably guessing might all be pass plays because they just wanted they, – one of the things they wanted to work with in the camp – is to make sure about his on-field rapport with his receivers, which was great when he was healthy last year. If the season started Sunday at New England, he would play the whole game because there's not anything he can't do. Are you expecting the same Deshaun Watson we all saw during weeks, you know, two through seven last year when he was just on fire? I'm not going to say that would be impossible, but I think those expectations, which all Texans fans have, I think it would be – kind of unrealistic because let's think about it he uh he threw 19 touchdown passes the fastest 19 touchdown passes of any quarterback in history he was on a pace for 43 touchdown passes and six touchdowns rushing he led the league even his seven games six starts 9.2 yard average down the field in his Six starts, they averaged 34 points. In his last five starts, they averaged 39. In his four games in which he played with both starting receivers, DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, they averaged 40.5 points. So I'm going to say, no, I don't expect him to pick up 
where he left off and be that sensational. Well, with a healthy Watson back, what should we expect out of this year's Texans receiving core? I think that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is always going to be great. He led the NFL in touchdown catches. Last year, his touchdown catches averaged 18 yards. Now, Will Fuller was the big surprise. He suffered a broken shoulder in training camp and didn't play early in the year. That's why the four games that he played with Watson, he caught 13 passes. Seven were for touchdowns. Those touchdowns averaged 28 yards. And so if Fuller stays healthy, and he's added about 10 pounds of, in uh, the offseason working religiously on the weight program because they want him to beef up a little bit. Beefing up for him is get up 185, 186 pounds. And because he's so fast, he always requires double coverage. He didn't drop any passes. He, I can think of several he dropped for Brock Osweiler when Brock had hit him wide open behind the secondary and he dropped it. Well, when he played for Watson, not one drop. It was only four games. But for no drops for Fuller, that was surprising because his hands were an issue at Notre Dame and his hands were an issue with the Texans. So those two guys, along with their slot receiver, Bruce Ellington, and their rookie receiver, Kiki QT, a fourth-round pick from Texas Tech, who impressed him in the offseason program in camp. But he's got a hamstring injury to keep him out a few weeks. So they've got their top four receivers, and I'm in a decent running game. Bill O'Brien runs it a lot, but they're going to throw it. They don't just dump it off of ev- evidence by his 9.2 yards per attempt that would have led the league. So they're going to throw the ball. And of the 19 touchdowns you mentioned that Watson threw last season and, and just those seven games, only one was to a tight end. That was to Ryan Griffin in that thriller you know, in New England during week three. What fantasy value do you expect from Watson's tight ends this season? They've got four that I think are going to make the team, barring injury. That would be Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin, if he could stay healthy, I think he would be really good. But he's only had one healthy season. He caught 50 passes sharing time with starter C.J. Fedorowicz, who had to retire because of concussions. But Griffin was hurt half of last year. And there's not much you can do about a concussion, no matter how much the NFL tries. Guys are still going to have them, and if Griffin has them, he'll be out, and then they'll have to rely on two rookies and Steven Anderson, who's really more of an H-back. And they drafted uh, Jordan Aikens in the third round, Jordan Thomas in the sixth. I don't Aikens is the best receiver. Thomas is the best blocker. But when you've got wideouts like they do, I think the only tight end I really see catching a lot of balls is Ryan Griffin. Ryan's 6'6", 260. He can run. He can catch catch the ball down the middle. But he's had that one issue of staying healthy, just like C.J. Fedorowicz did. Yeah, and moving to the running backs, you know, Deontay Foreman missed the final six games last season with that ruptured Achilles. What's the latest on his recovery, and how cautious should fantasy owners be to take a chance on him this year? I would be very cautious because it is hard for a running back to come back from a ruptured Achilles tendon, especially the first year. They said throughout the offseason program they expected him to be ready for the first game. In truth, nobody has a clue about a rehab like that. And they put him on active PUP. Uh, counts against the roster. They don't have to make a decision until the roster is reduced from 90 to 53. I'm going to say he's not going to go on PUP. They're going to carry him 
and he's going to miss a couple of games. But even when he comes back, they're not going to just throw him to the wolves. They're very lucky to have Lamar Miller. Everybody's making a big deal out of Miller getting down from about 225, 228 to 217. He's never been the breakaway back with the Texans as he was at Miami. Nothing. No long runs. I think a 40-yarder was his longest. He's a really good receiver. He had six touchdowns last year. But I don't see when they get inside the 10, maybe the 5, I can see them putting the ball in Watson's hands and Watson running or Watson throwing. So I'm not I'm not bullish on the Texans running backs as long as it's just Miller and Alfred Blue. And I'm not so sure when Foreman comes back, if he's going to be productive, it'd be over the second half of the season. Yeah, and Lamar Miller currently has the third highest base salary in the league among running backs. So it's it's hard to argue that he's lived up to that big contract. Do you see a scenario where maybe he loses that number one spot this season when, when Foreman returns? If Foreman had been healthy, yes. But I don't I I don't see it. One reason they like Miller, and they don't make any decisions based on money here. They haven't that I can remember, uh, unless they were right up against the cap, and they're they're not. They rolled over a lot of money. But Miller is a good receiver. He's an excellent blocker. He's a smart blocker. That sets him ahead of Deontay Foreman, who didn't have to catch, didn't have to block at the University of Texas. Now, he had a few catches early and did well. He's a willing blocker, but that's why Miller has that starting job. So I could see Foreman, when he's 100%, getting more carries, and especially close to the goal line, but I do not see him this season coming off a ruptured Achilles tendon and beating out Lamar Miller. John, one of our favorite segments we do is called No Thanks, where we declare a player or a roster spot we want nothing to do with in fantasy for the upcoming season. Last year when we had you on, you picked any Texans quarterback as your No Thanks player because of Bill O'Brien's history of benching his starters. So although Watson was the best fantasy quarterback for a small stretch last year, he played less than half of the season because of his torn ACL. So you weren't technically wrong. Um, so who are you saying no thanks to this year? Let's see. No thanks to, I would say, their tight ends because of their inability to stay healthy and because of two of them being draft choices in the third and sixth round. There are just so many more options for Deshaun Watson to throw to besides the tight ends. So those are the ones, as when it comes to fantasy football, I would say no to them. I have more confidence in Lamar Miller than I do to score than I do the tight ends. And then if Deontay Foreman is healthy over the second half of the season, then I then I think he would – I think the two running backs, I could see combined for 10 touchdowns. I don't see the tight ends combining for 10 touchdowns over the next three seasons. So if we could just get it one time on the podcast, John McClain saying no thank you to the Texans tight end group. No thank you. All right. Hey, John, before we part ways, on kind of a personal note, I wanted to share something with you, John. My Uncle Steve, he lived in Cyprus for many years, and he was an avid fantasy football player, Texans fan. He was a Houston Chronicle reader. And when you came on our podcast last summer, he was like a proud dad. He was telling everyone he knew that his <laughs> nephew got to talk to the general. I mean, he was so happy and you know, kind of a, a sad note here, he, you know, he suddenly, a couple of months ago, was, was diagnosed with cancer and ended up passing away just a few weeks back. And so I just, I wish he could have heard this conversation we had tonight. And I hope you know just how big of an impact you've had on sports fans in Houston. I really appreciate you coming on. That's one of the coolest things anybody's ever said to me. I can't tell you how honored I am to know that he felt that way. I'm so sorry 
what happened to him, but uh, I really do appreciate him listening and reading through the years. Well, I appreciate it, John. And, and once again, that was John McLean of the Houston Chronicle. Follow him on Twitter, at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. Read his work this season, John. Thanks again. Hope you're back on the sideline soon. Anytime. My pleasure. Thank you very much.